0: hey there friend I'm Ben welcome to my humble abode and my kitchen table I want to share an interesting experience with you and a little bit of a pondering that I've been doing recently something that's very true and alive for me right now and that is maybe potentially looking for a job as somebody who's been self-employed for seven-plus years. Well, there's a lot to this. There's (laughs) many pieces, moving and, uh, yeah, kind of complex, nuanced things. However, today I really want to talk about three— we'll talk about this in general, what that looks like, what that looks like for me, what that could look like for you. But I want to do that within, like, with these pillars of ego, failure, and creative energy. I don't know why I went back to my thumb there. That was kind of a dumb thing. <laughs> failure. All right, so let's take a little high-level view at the situation here and especially if you don't know me, give you some context. As I said, I've been working for myself now for seven and a half years. I got a job, you know, I went to school for computer science, got a job in the field, worked in the field for two years before I realized this ain't for me, no way am I sitting in a cubicle for the rest of my life. I'm wasting my gifts, I'm not realizing my potential, I want to help people. I want to do something meaningful. I want to feel engaged with my work on a daily basis. Led me through the journey of, I got into personal training. I then started my own personal training business. Did that for a handful of years. And then for the past few years, almost three years now, I've been doing life coaching, basically. Helping people realize their full potential and really lean into their gifts and creating a life that they love. And it's been awesome. The journey's been awesome. It's had its challenges, had its very frustrating moments, very, you know, scary moments. You know, multiple transitions within their personal and professional and reaching another moment of that right here, right now. So that's what I've been doing for the past, you know, almost decade of my life since graduating college. I also started a donut business within there too with my cousin, Andrew. Shout out to him and Beacon Donuts in Chicago. If you're in the area, check them out. They're on the corner of Halstead and, oh my God, I'm totally blanking, Armitage. So I've done a lot. There have been shifts and we're shifting again. Now, within that time frame, I did work for somebody uh, in personal training three years ago, had a bunch of health issues, and shit really hit the fan for me. I, because I was doing personal training at the time, in-person work, I couldn't work for a few months, and so finances, like, shit blew up, and both Jesse and I talk about finances on social and our platforms here. So that's a big part of our journey, and this was the moment for us where that shit just, like, exploded. And so coming out of that time was when I did decide to work for somebody. He was very gracious in the arrangement that we set up. He knew I was trying to get back on my feet, both physically and financially, mentally, emotionally, literally the gamut. And so I did work for him for... What was that? It was probably like six to uh, like almost nine months, I think. Eight or nine months. And so yeah, so that was like two and a half, three years ago. And so while I was doing that, I was starting my coaching business. But outside of that, I've been working for myself in some capacity for seven and a half years. And I've loved every fucking moment of it. (laughs) It's been amazing. There is nothing like being your own boss creating your own schedule, doing things on your terms, not dealing with bureaucratic bullshit. That was a thing that I learned when I was a personal trainer. I worked at an Equinox in Lincoln Park in Chicago, if you're familiar, and loved what I did. Like, it was, you know, quitting my desk job and going into that, was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was everything I hoped it would be and more, but there was still the bureaucratic bullshit that came with working for a big business, a big company. And so I was like, oh, even though I'm doing something I love, I still don't want to deal with that bullshit. It's just like, I'm not a fake person. I don't appreciate in ungen ungenuineness, inauthenticity, whatever those words are. And so yeah, so like working for myself as a big thinking, deep feeling individual, uh, a highly sensitive person is is kind of underlying that. doesn't Just because you're a big thinker or a deep feeler doesn't necessarily mean that you're highly sensitive, but there's a good chance that you are. If you aren't familiar with that, you can take the person at the person. The test at HSP, HSPerson.com. Highly recommend it. Really embracing that part of myself has opened me up to a lot of wonderful things in my life. So... Having my own business, working for myself has been amazing. However, however, the thing that people don't tell you is that it's also fucking hard. We live in a world of everybody and their fucking mother, all the Jessicas in the world, creating online businesses, working for themselves, living it up, girl. Oh my God. Like I am fucking living the dream you want to go get a mimosa? Because I can choose when I work. (laughs) Oh, fuck yes. I'm adding that as a little highlight on Instagram. (sighs) And it's hard. It's really, really hard. So, A, you might have experienced that. You might be experiencing that currently. Or you may be on the verge of experiencing that because you just started this endeavor for yourself or you're wanting to start this endeavor for yourself but you're scared because despite <laughs> what's put out there in social media it seems kind of hard well it is so with that the reason that i share that is because a i'm using i, I do this all the time by the way if you follow me enough and i it'll be interesting to see how this video is continue to play out because i always do this i'm like a b Three reasons, two reasons. Sometimes I forget if I'm numbering or lettering and then I, I say A and the next thing I say in two, I digress. Um, I want to show that it is fucking hard. That's part of why I'm doing this, changing things up, sharing openly is because I want to share the journey. That is meaningful for me because it feels fucking good but it's also meaningful for you because you get to see what it actually is and what it actually takes and what it actually looks like and sometimes sometimes that may even mean getting a job a j-o-b working for somebody else not yourself so for the past few months now i have been driving uber eats as a side hustle a side income while I'm working on my business, while I have started this transition phase of my business over, I mean, really the the course of 2021. But especially the past three to six months, things have shifted pretty quickly. And like my business has gone with that uh, t- intentionally and, in- and unintentionally in some ways where, you know, clients are offboarding because it's their natural thing or whatever, but I'm also not, intentionally building more business. So, needed to supplement income. Jessie also works for herself, by the way. So, having two self-employed individuals in a partnership, whew, take that this-is-difficult thing and multiply that by a factor of 10. Because I know a lot of people, friends, uh, yeah, just like couples, clients, yep, um, who who are doing their own thing, they're creating their own thing, but they also have a partner who is kind of a rock, who is creating that sense of financial stability, of stability in general, um, having insurance, having 401K, all that shit. And that's what Jessie was for me for the first few years we were together. As of a year ago, almost literally, that changed, and she's been running her own business. So you've got one of us, in Jesse, who is in the early phases of her business, and then the other one of us who is not in the early phases of his business, the, the early has ended, but now instead of growing into this um, kind of like flourishing midterm phase, there is me. <laughs> instead of exponentially moving upwards, or even linearly, um, we are going right back down because I'm in a transition phase. So... It's really hard times 10 times one one zero <laughs> so it's been tricky and we're reaching a point where as I've given myself some space recently to consider this transition phase and what I want it to be and how I need to move forward to 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 realize my long-term vision which I'm very rooted in and excited about Things right here and now need to change. The short-term has to change. So with that, that brings me to the point of the whole video, which is I'm open to employment, which may not seem crazy for those of you who are employed, have been employed, have always been employed, but for any of you that have been employed and started your own business, or have never really been full-time employed, kind of like done part-time gigs or whatever, um, you'll know that it's, yeah, I guess I'm really speaking to the crowd that has worked for themselves in some capacity. And especially if, like for me, working a full-time job, and this is the same for Jesse, working a full-time job really didn't work out well. It wasn't simply, oh, this isn't great, it's not my dream, so I'm not gonna do it. It was, I'm stressed the fuck out, I'm anxious as hell, this is not a lifestyle that is suitable for me. So, if that is you as well, if you relate to that, I see you, and I feel you. Just because everybody else can do it doesn't mean that you should feel like a piece of shit. Now, we should also be grateful that we live in a time where we do have options, that we do get to choose, that we have that privilege. And that is not lost on me, ever. But that said, for some of us, working a job in an environment that does not suit us or align with who we are and our values is a fucking scary thing. It's scary to put ourselves back in that environment. And so for me, and maybe for you, somebody who's worked for themselves for a while now, or quitting a full-time job, a soul-sucking thing, a draining thing, was life-changing for you, the thought of (laughs) looking for employment is really scary. It's a scary thing. Letting go, relinquishing some of that freedom that you've had, that I've had for seven and a half years now, is a really, really scary thing. Because that's how I've learned to live. Now, <laughs> this got off the rails a little bit because uh, <laughs> I said I was going to talk about ego, failure, and creative energy. So that's how we're going to finish this video here. Which, by the way, I've been wanting these videos to be about 10 to 15 minutes, and this is now the second video that I've filmed this morning that is going to be about 20. I'm liking it. We're, we're 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 running with it ego so there's the ego factor right of fuck <laughs> I've been trying to make this thing work I have been putting my blood so and tears into this people have seen me and people have probably judged me for doing this and not working a real job and all these things and now I'm going to essentially like give in or concede which I'll get to in a minute here is not like actually what's happening but there's that very real, you have to face that. And even for me, part of this ego is, is ego, but also the way that you saw things working out. So for me, the past two and a half to three years with the way that I've built this coaching business, as I've described on, in other videos and on social in general, is like, I'm not doing this massive pivot, right? I'm not like doing this 180, I'm not doing a 360, I'm not, not even doing a 90 degree turn, I'm doing I've, I've been going this way and I'm shifting and going that way. We're we're just turning the what's that big old fucking wheel on a ship thing? I don't I don't know ship terms. We're we're doing something charting changing our course. And so within that, I'm having to let go of what I thought was, was true, where I thought I was going. And again, where I'm going isn't even that different, but the way in which I am going to get there instead of going this way, I am now going this way to get to the same general goal, which is helping people, making a difference, sharing my gifts with the world, making an income and a good one doing it but I have to let go of what I thought this path to be in order to be able to turn that cool-ass wheel on the ship and go in that direction. So letting go of that ego and what I thought are new to be true. Two, back to our lists. Uh, failure, failure, failure. I fucking failed. I suck. I couldn't do it, said I was gonna do this. I tried to do it for a couple years, something that a lot of people on Instagram are like, oh yeah, I got my coaching business up and running in like a month, I was like fully booked out and um, oh my God, it's so stressful. And it's like amazing, but it's also so stressful. (laughs) I say that to be funny. Um, Everybody has a different experiences. I have friends who have booked out businesses quickly It is stressful. I'm not saying that your experience of that is invalid. Um, I'm saying it from, like, the jealous outsider of, well, fuck you for creating a thriving business within a matter of months, when I've been trying for years, and while I've had levels of success, has not been a sustainable, flourishing business. (laughs) Um, uh, No Jessicas were harmed in the filming of this video. Failure. Feeling that, like really recognizing that that's a story. What is failure to me? Failure to me would be conceding on my hopes and my dreams and doing something that I fucking hate. What I am doing right now is not that. It is the exact opposite of that. In fact, right now is I'm willing to do whatever the fuck it takes in order to continue to keep my dreams and my hopes and my vision alive. Does that mean that there's a short-term change in what I'm committing to and what I'm doing and a dropping, a letting go, as we just talked about, of things? Yes. Yes, it does mean that. And that's cool. And that's wonderful. (laughs) But I'm still keeping my eyes on the prize. That, to me, is deeply intelligent but also courageous. So for any of you that are going through a time like that where maybe you feel like you should let go of something but are feeling like a fucking failure because of it, you're not. You're not. As long as you're keeping true to yourself and your direction, the big direction, again, we don't care which route it takes to get there, you're good. You're good. By the way, if you have questions about failure and dealing with that, the fear of it, the the feeling of it, what that looks like from the outside looking in, hit me up. Let me know in the comments. DM me on Instagram, benjamin.m.fritz. I'm more than happy to share some love on that because I know how hard that can be. I'm at the point in my life, the beautiful point in my life where I really don't give a fuck what outsiders know or think or say because I know that what I'm doing is still with Again, my end goal in mind, it's something that I'm deeply rooted into. And so if other people don't get me or they look at me as a failure, I don't really care. It's more of an internal thing for me. Like, (laughs) am I fucking things up? Am I a failure? And the answer to that is no. Short-term change of course, not a failure. Third, final, and to me most important, biggest reason why I might be getting a job. Creative energy. Mm, I'm excited about this one. Let me settle in here. For those of you, me, my wife, my friends, past clients, for those of you, for those of us that are big thinking, deep feeling individuals, those of us that are creatives, that are healers, that are coaches, Our creative energy is precious. That is the lifeblood of who we are at our cores, but also of what we have to offer the world. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Your creative energy is the lifeblood of what you have to give yourself and others. Your creative energy is the most important thing to you. It's liquid fucking gold. So, feel that. Feel that for a second. And so with that, it's really important to set yourself up to be able to utilize your creative energy. Ways that you can't utilize your creative energy or (laughs) access it easily. Being fucking broke. It's really, really hard to access your creative energy if you are in a survival state. It's just how it is. And you feel me and you know this to be true if you've been where I'm at now and have been at a couple points in my life and throughout the past decade. If you are constantly worried about money and how you're going to pay your bills, it's going to be really fucking difficult to create authentically from your heart and your soul. I've actually been practicing doing this recently, doing a lot of nervous system regulation around this, and I feel really good about this. And this is gonna be something that I create courses on and teach in group programs going forwards because this is money. If you can, in your nervous system, be bigger than your environment, have abundance within yourself, and not be able to react harshly to scarce, external realities, then you are a powerful motherfucker, my friend. But with that said, (laughs) there's still the reality of not having money, of being broke, being financially strung. I don't know what the word is there. Um, That's a thing. It's a real thing, and it's really, really hard to create if you are in that place. Also, the other half of this for me is because I've had this conversation with myself. Benjamin, you could just get more one-on-one coaching clients, and that would be a far better use of your time and your energy from a per dollar sense. I could work 10 more hours a week, and I would be making as much as I probably would if I get a 30-an-hour part-time job or whatever, or a full-time job even. I charge a lot for my one-on-one services. I... They're highly valuable. My time and energy is very valuable. And I do transformative work. But, 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 (laughs) with that, because it is deeply transformative and because I do put my heart and my soul into it, that takes energy. That takes creative energy. And so while that might make more sense from a time and money perspective, it doesn't necessarily make sense from an energy perspective. This is energy management, something that I talk about all the time, so check out my Instagram uh, or DM me with questions about that because I always have things to say on energy management. It's the best thing you can do as a big big thinking, deep feeling individual. So for me, it may not be worth trying to add on more clients and trying to continue to put invest my emotional, mental energy into this thing that I've built that I'm trying to slowly let go of in a way, remember, not completely. I still have coaching clients. I still love working with people, but things are changing. Um, So the creative energy that I'm putting into that, I'm not going to have a full creative cup to pour from when creating this bigger, long-term vision of mine. Something that is so near and dear to my heart, that I'm so rooted in, that I so know is, like, my direction going forwards for now. Things always change. And because of that, I think that I might be better off just getting a job. A job that I can show up for, a job that I can do easily, that doesn't take much mental-emotional energy, And maybe, just maybe, actually even fills me up a bit. If I can get a draining, or (laughs) draining, an energizing job rather than a draining one, if that's possible, even if it doesn't pay as much as gaining more coaching clients would, it will be a net positive because I'm able to sink that creative energy into the business, my business of the future, my future. So, creative energy is your lifeblood. You do need to provide for yourself. You do need to pay your bills. Figure out a way, and this is what I'm in the process of doing, figure out a way to meet your needs without killing yourself, without draining yourself. Again, we, ha- we live in a wonderful time where this is actually possible for us, and so forever grateful. Find that thing, that is the best thing that you can do for yourself, that I can do for me. I work on clients with this, and this is like something that I'm having to do now. My energy is precious, just like your energy is precious. Conserve that creative energy. Fill that creative energetic cup back up. We're working backwards here. You are not a failure, you're making a short-term pivot for the long time betterment and good of your direction. And back to one, let go of any ego or attachment you have to what it is that you've been doing, but now need to shift from in order to continue walking the path of your future, your life, and your vision. Thanks so much for hanging out. Much love management.